This is Matt Brown, and you're listening to Just a Good Conversation. My guest, for the first time, I complete the trifecta. I've had Jay Seidel on, Phil Thurman, and now I've got Mike Greenlee back on as a guest. That's the first three guests in my podcast, and you round it all up. How are you doing, Michael? I'm sad. <laughs> no, I'm doing all right. Uh, still recovering from the weekend, but doing all right. For people who don't know, we are dressed like Italian wives, widows who just lost their loved one. We got armbands, we got the hat, the dress, the veil, because the veil, our Dodgers lost. I did a lot of uh, self-reflection this weekend, <laughs> deciding whether or not I uh, I like sports or baseball anymore. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Are, are you ready to either um, throw Dave Roberts off a cliff, or are you good with one more year? I'm good with one more year. I don't believe that a major league manager, with the performance the Dodgers gave, it wasn't the management's fault that they lost. Okay, let's do this. Let's give our credentials. So people don't think that we have no idea what we're talking about. Because we really don't. Right. But, <laughs> right? Former baseball player. Former baseball player. Uh, Hall of Famer. Sure. Hall of you Famer. You are Hall of Famer at Cal I, State Fullerton. I'm a two-time Hall of Famer. That's now, right. Now where I work now. But yes. I'm, a two, I'm a Hall of Famer at Cal State Fullerton. Played Division One baseball for three years. Um, played high school baseball. Number of awards there. Um, just an all-time baseball fan right. too. Just that, it's my it's my only sport love. Right. So I, I I'm not a football guy or a basketball guy. Anybody. Drafted number three overall. No, no. Let's not. No. no. I. Uh, oh, that I, was my other guess. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, Ricky not, Romero. Not, not me. Not sorry, me. Ricky. Sorry. Uh, but uh, <laughs> all your pictures look alike. But also spent uh, seven, 17, 16 years in sports information. Uh, at the college level, Division One, seen a lot of baseball, a lot of, scored, scored a lot, a lot of, of baseball, um, dealt with uh, a lot of professional athletes um, as they've moved through college into into the professional realm. So, um, yeah, those those are my credentials. I I'm just a, a Dodger fan uh, through and through. Grew up. Grew up as a Dodger fan. My first game uh, was the 1981 World Series. Um, you know, an interesting. You know that year they, it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a full season World Series either. So I've got three World Series as a Dodger fan. Two of them are not full season World Series, and the full season World Series with uh, the '88 team was a bunch of ragtag. Uh, I know <laughs> non champions uh, that turned into an amazing amazing story. That I mean, absolutely ragtag. Yeah, embarrassing ragtag. But it worked. It, it, it worked somehow. It worked. Somehow. Yeah. Today, they would never assemble a team like that. No. No. If you looked at numbers across the board, they'd be like, no. Yeah. Kurt Gibson's <laughs> falling apart. He's not even on the roster. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jeff Hamilton's your third baseman. <laughs> like uh, Mickey Hatcher's a role player that right. ends up being like a superstar in the World Series. Um, yeah. It's just, it, it, it's crazy. Thinking about that team winning the World Series and beating beating Goliath, uh, the, the Oakland A's. There was more muscle in two of those players than there were on the whole Dodger team. The whole so, Dodger team. There was so. more steroids than a horse. <laughs> that's, but true. That's, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, whatever. So we've seen a lot of baseball. Yes. All right. And what we saw this weekend was absolutely painful. 
painful. It was. Now walk uh, me through your day because sat- Saturday was a long day for sports. It was a very long day for sports. So upsets, forever games. Lord, yeah. I mean, good lord! If you wanted to sit on the couch, you could have gone 14, 15 hours. I, and I did. I did I, I, unintentionally. Right. So uh, my my wife's family is from Alabama. My wife was actually born in Alabama, so uh, they have a tie. Her her father passed away within the last couple of years, and they've got a tie that the whole family watches football games and they watch the Alabama game. So a big game. They they played University of Tennessee this weekend. I wasn't watching necessarily, but I was on the text thread that was like every five seconds, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening. So I ended up turning the game on in the in the fourth quarter. Just Are you see. at home? I'm at home, okay. sitting on the couch, watching. Uh, I, I think we watched a, a movie. Then I turned the game on, and uh, then that, that, you know, failure happened. The, the Alabama, <laughs> Alabama loses. Uh, you know, families distraught and upset and the text messages are flying, but then I'm seeing goalposts coming down and craziness happening on the field. Now you're not a football guy. I'm not a huge football guy, right. but I'm, I'm, you you'll know, watch so, it, but you don't know who no, the left tackle no, is no, for the big, no, you know. absolutely not. Absolutely not. But, you know, follow, follow the team when things are going well. I, I watch on new years and, <laughs> you know, watch the, the national championship game, but I, I do it for the family. It's right. not, it's not, I don't have the yeah. interest in it. You're not a roll tide guy or a volunteer no, guy. No. And the, the amount of roll tides in that text thread, like, like I, I don't, I don't understand. They just kept saying roll tide, roll tide. <laughs> roll tide and then they lose so i'm not i'm not real sure so that that happens and then i've got a buddy who's a big mariners fan and i've been in support of him because the mariners have been out of the playoffs for 21 22 years 21 years yeah i mean he was a young strapping lad when last time they were in the playoffs so i i turned that game on just out of curiosity, and I end up watching. You know, what inning did you fall into that? I started it. I, I watched it. I Holy. wanted to see. It's it's their. It was their first home game too. Right. So I wanted to see the spectacle of yeah. you know what the fans look. They're like. They're playing and the cheaters. And my and and my buddy Aaron was there. He was at the game. So I'm like looking he at. He drove up or what? Well, he, flew, flew he flew up. up he flew up Saturday just because. I mean, he grew up a fan. I so get like, it, it's his thing. Paul. Yeah, and they had good seats back behind home plate, like. Uh, good dipped seats. into the 401k uh, yeah. for that one. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so. Um, so I watched that game. Well played game. A lot of good pitching. Um, you know, here we are in the sixth inning, and the rookie pitcher is doing a great job. And I'm like, wow, this is, you know, great. great. Now, see, you know this. Zero zero games aren't boring games. That's quintessential great baseball. It was really good baseball. The problem is there were 48 strikeouts or something in that eventually, game. Eventually, yeah, eventually. So you, you go through, and it's like the sixth inning and the seventh inning, and I'm like, I hope that guy goes out for the eighth. And, you know, they keep doing all these things, and then the pitching changes start happening. And all of a sudden, you're, like, piecemealing inning by inning together, and all of a sudden it's the 14th inning, and I, I'm texting, you know, my buddy going, is it time for the, you know, the second, seventh inning stretch? You know, which they do. Right. And then another buddy chimes in and was like, they're going 18. And those people have not been drinking since the bottom of the seventh. <laughs> right. Right. So now they're either coming out of being, you know, belligerent. Right. And the headaches are starting, but it's not good. No. Like you can't, I mean, you got nothing but water, soda, and coffee. <laughs> And you still got a couple hours to go. But you don't know that. But you like, don't it can, know that. It can we happen. know I mean, that yeah. now. Yeah, so, like, they get, you know, runner at first and second. This happens, this happens, this happens. Good defense, good pitching. And every every batter was, like, strikeout, strikeout, or, like, every pitch mattered. I, I, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, 
it was like you were waiting for strike two so that you could expect the strikeout. And both teams were doing it, just back and forth and back and forth. Then the Astros bring in a guy who's one of their starters, and now he starts pitching. You know what I mean? He I, he was probably going to pitch so the next you, game if they had right, to. Right, and you kind of wonder, like, boy, you should have started that in the 10th. Right, but you don't know but that. But you don't know you that. You have no idea. And you don't want to blow out a guy you might need on game four. Or game five. Yeah, they've been playing all year long with the little softball rules where the runner's at second base and they don't have to do this. I now, hate that. Yeah, I, know, I know. Sorry to bring that up. Uh, I do too. Um, but we bring in the fences too. <laughs> they should. They should. <laughs> some of those balls are actually hit and be home runs and there'd be some more scoring. Anyway, so anyway, watch that game all the way to the end. As the Dodger game is starting, that game ends with Mariners losing and the Astros winning, of but course. But the only reason the God Dodgers game you were able to start seeing is because it got delayed. It got delayed, rain delayed. So it was, it was. I thought I was going to have an hour or so in between, just to, to relax and. Are you cathetered up at this point? Or do you got pretty, like the pretty a, much, astronaut pretty diaper? Pretty, <laughs> pretty much cathetered up. Yeah, you no. all John Glenn, like just go, boy. Yeah, I was, I was up. I was probably five feet from the bathroom. So like just making it back before the commercial breaks over. And that, right. that do you have line of sight? Can you leave the door open and still see the TV? No, actually uh, no, but I was timing it. Pretty okay. Good. I was timing it pretty good. Right. So the, it just rolled right into the Dodger game. And then, you know, things are looking better as they score three runs in an inning. And I'm like but that. Yeah. But they scored two. Then they scored that one. Right. When then, <sighs> Yeah. You know, all the moves uh, you did all year now are not paying off. Yeah, yeah, and and, and that's the part where I was, you know, I I don't want to throw Dave Roberts under the bus. Like, that's that was their game plan all year long. I mean, he 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 had pulled pitchers early in games all year long. He relies on this bullpen who, by all accounts, is doing great for 111 games or whatever, where they are just dominating and like. Four innings should be nothing for these guys. And then all of a sudden, you know, nobody's perfect and this happens and then this ball gets in there and there's a walk here and a this and a that. And then all of a sudden five runs across. Okay, so at what point do you notice the gentleman behind home plate? Early on. I saw him early on. Did you not? Yeah. I saw him early on. Yeah. Uh, for those who didn't notice or didn't know, Former Cal State Fullerton head baseball coach George Horton is literally the first seat right behind home right behind plate. home plate. If if the left-handed batter was in the box, he's in that seat where the the left-handed batter's head is. Right. So um, when they would step out or step lean across the plate, you would be able to see him. Any right-handed batter, he's right there, even with the umpire's head. Right. You might be able to know who he is by the end of the later inning of the game when it started <laughs> raining. George decided it was a good idea to put a pizza box on his head. And I've known that man for 20-some-odd years, so have you. Yeah. Why? Uh, probably because he, he didn't have a hat. I, I mean, I'd been through many rainouts with that guy or rain delays or whatever, and he's not afraid of getting wet. Um, but he didn't have a hat on at, this, at, at the Dodger Padre <laughs> he game. He did look like he had played golf earlier that day. Sure, and it's possible that he did. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know how he got those seats or, or whatnot. But, but he, he obviously uh, was there to either he was, see a baseball game or see Turner. Oh, he was engaged in that game. Right. Like, uh, did he you was, see his mind working? Oh, yeah, every time. Like, I would watch it. He'd watch every foul ball, where it would land, where it was going. Always he eye on the battery, eyes on the pitcher, everything. Like, yeah, I, I saw him. Uh, I love the points where everybody was standing but him. Yeah. 
That because he was just like he's he's coaching. He's yeah. not a fan. Yeah, he's not. I don't think he was a fan of anybody. I'm sure. I'm sure he knew other people's on people on the Padres. And right. Whatnot, so he wasn't. He wasn't there to show his allegiance to anybody. But he was. He can't, he can't stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. You saw. You saw his mind working on every every pitch. I uh, if. My life would have been complete if he would have pulled up that 7-Eleven jug with Diet Coke. <laughs> or his, or, you know, pull a pencil out from behind his ear ah! or, uh, or, you know, show his, uh, his notepad, his brain. Uh, that would have, that would have been ideal, but I, I, it was down below the eye line. Yeah, he had, the, he had a Ziploc bag so it wouldn't get wet. Yep. <laughs> it was there for sure. I mean, it, when it started, when the guys got on, I, my wife's on the couch screaming and hollering using, uh, interesting language and i'm trying to explain to her what's going on and she's asking why don't they all just come out or you know shoot that dead horse or something and there's the new rules now you can't just pull guys guys right. have to face so right. many batters and you gotta do this you gotta do that but i mean when it started to slope sideways it went fast like you just got the feeling these dinking balls these doubles walking guys and it was not good now <clears throat> I've I've mellowed my my stance on on baseball a little bit over the years. I'm not real sure how to explain it, but I give credit where credit's due. Should the Padres be better than they performed this year? Absolutely. With the money that they spent, the talent that they have on that team, they should have been competing with the Dodgers all year long. So the possibility of them doing that to the Dodgers is there at all times. But this year, the Dodgers dominated them, dominated all of baseball right. for 162 games or they played 162, right? So it just wasn't expected because they just dominated. They were the little brother all year long. They were the little brother all last year. They were the little brother for forever. Right. So it just, it's expected. They, I mean, they went out and they did some damage at the, at the break with trades and pickups and all of that stuff. They, you know, they got Soto and, and uh, the pitcher, Hader. Hader. They got yeah. Hader. I mean, th- those two things are like lights out, knockout punches to your lineup that already at the time included Tatis and Machado and, you know, all, all the other role players that are good. They're, they're good. Um, so did, did, I don't know. The whole playoff system to me is what facilitated the Dodgers not performing. Right, it's it's all bass backwards. I don't like it at all. The Dodgers flat out like don't get me wrong, the Dodgers blew it. They shot their own foot, they pissed down their legs, what what whatever, they did it to themselves. They didn't perform. They got beat. But the fact that they won the division a month and a half yeah, ago. All, my birthday. Yeah, they won the division a month and a half ago. They get to start, you know, bringing up rookies, taking guys out, giving them a rest, extending the pitchers, adding another starting pitcher, this and that, right. bringing guys back from injury, totally giving them a chance. The yeah. yeah, so they, they're, they're messing around trying to figure out what they're going to do in the playoffs. Then the season ends and they've got another week of nothing, zero competitiveness. Right, at so, all. like that month and a half or whatever, those games didn't mean anything. And then they have zero competition for a week. Now, a lot of people say that's when you get healthy and all in baseball, you don't get healthy overnight. No, they'll be healthy in January. They'll be healthy in January. You're getting ready for spring training. Yeah, a week's not going to make your arm feel fresh and new. Not not at all. Not at all. I mean, it'll help a player or two that might need a night's rest or whatever, but you can give that to them 
They have well, been. Yeah. They have. That's the thing. Yeah. They had been for a month already. Absolutely. So this this process of you know they get the buy because they dominated or whatever they get the buy was really not a benefit at all. They get home field advantage. But they have eight days or something. Yeah, it was like Wednesday to Tuesday. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah. So, you know, you get home field advantage, but you're not, you're not competing. And then in that, in that same seven days or six days or whatever it is, the Padres are beating up on the Mets. The Padres are trying to get into the playoffs and secure right. their, they're on secure edge. themselves. They're Every game matters to them and they're gaining momentum and, and baseball is a game of momentum. It, it really is like when, totally. when people are hitting, you're hitting when, when, and, and again, when you're also running on the, adrenaline too, they're pumped up and it goes the other way too. When, when people are failing and flailing that you're probably going to flail as well. Right. And, and then, that's what you saw this last weekend. Right. After that damn goose game that you could just see that it was, it was going sideways. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't feel very good about going in. I, I was hoping that they would be able to quiet the crowd in San Diego and be able to get back home for a game. That was their only chance is to, to squeak one out in San Diego and get back home and play in front of the home crowd. And even then, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm, and, and baseball is weird. Like, there's guys that come in October. They're big. They're, they make names. Ortiz in that World Series. Bonds when his, in his World Series. Christ, even Deion Sanders when he played in the World Series. You know, Reggie Jackson got his name in 77 off of three pitches from three different uh, pitchers. You know, he hits right. home runs on mm-hmm. three different guys. Only saw three pitches. Bang, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. Done. He's Mr. October. There's guys, I think George Steinbrenner gave somebody this name. I don't remember who, but they called him Mr. O- or Mr. May. He gave somebody, like, he only performs in May. I'm paying you for at Mr. October prices, but you're you're basically Mr. May. I forgot who he said that to. He he crapped on somebody like that but but that was the difference of how that kind of ownership and how he was right what would he be like right now if this was his yankees team he would be losing his mind yeah i mean you know how he was he was he'd fire managers five times and, right. and then hire them back and then hire right. them and fire them fire back. them, fire them yeah. and hire them back but um yeah i what do the dodgers do do you bring kershaw back I do. Okay. I bring him back for a year if if he wants to be here. Like right. I want, I want, I want Kershaw here if he wants to be here. If he's got any inkling of wanting to go and play in Texas or whatever, right? Go home. He, he, I mean, if he's got any of that, let him go. But if he wants to be in LA, I sign him for another year. Did May even see the mound during the playoffs? No, I don't think. Yeah. So. Okay. I don't think so. But he, I mean, he barely saw the he barely saw the mound the second half of the year. Right. I mean, he, he he came back and then went back on the DL and then came back and threw a cut. You know, like he wasn't ready. He wasn't postseason ready. The best move they made was taking Kimbrel off the off the uh, yeah, and postseason a, roster. There's a guy whose wheels completely fell off. That was that was rough. It I was mean, tough I, to I, see in I, September. I thought uh, I thought I was going to lose my my shit with the uh, with watching Jansen and then. Kimbrel came along. And oh, yeah. I, Made you feel. I was like, bring Jansen back, please. <laughs> At least he didn't give up the runs. He got the guys on base, but right. he didn't give up the runs. He, he wasn't giving you an up. ulcer, but he didn't give you the Yeah, he yeah. wasn't giving up tanks and like just flat out losing games. I mean, there were times when I felt like he was. But. Pitchers do that, though. And they, okay, so we were sitting before this, we were sitting and having dinner. We we're watching uh, uh, Darvish, right? right? That poor bastard, you know, he, he blows uh, game, what, seven and. 
2017, the World Series? Sure. But it finds out, you know, now it's basically right. because they knew everything he was doing. Right. The guy gets tainted. Do you think there were other guys like that, like Jansen? They they they, they knew stuff. They get tainted, tainted, and they're still playing. Hmm, that's a tough question. Did you ever feel like someone picked up your? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the so you the, know what? Let me. <laughs> the USC Trojans third base coach had my number. I have no idea why. I have no idea what he was picking up on. But he would call out the pitch from third base, the third, third base coaching box. I am not joking. I can't remember if it was third base or first base. Whoever it was, I would stand well, yeah, there. Yeah, okay, so what do you think? Because you're we're right-handed. Yeah. So were you always square to the batter? Or did you start off? No, I was pretty night. I was like... Uh, left shoulder to the batter? Kind left, of left shoulder to the batter, exactly. Okay, yeah, everybody's kind of little... So I'm pretty sure it was a third base coach. But I would, so the, I would get in the set position, and I'd hear... Slider. Did you, did you start with hand and hand and hand glove, and or, glove. Or, or hand down and then bring your hand to the ball? Hand and glove. Uh, okay. No, no, no. Hand down on my side. Okay. But I would. I mean, we were trained to, you know, put in deke movements and right. You know, move your hand around and this and right. that. Fondle the ball a little yeah, bit, but you're yeah, not doing But you're not doing anything. Find the seams. What all, all those things, and I would do them. And he still picked up something. I, I, I'm not. I'm not joking. I, I would get on the mound. I'd get my sign. I'd bring the ball to my glove, and he'd go, go, go with it. Meaning, I'm going to throw a breaking ball, and it's going to be outside. I'd step off the mound, wipe my wipe my brow, get the sign again, and immediately like move my hands a different way. Physically, like do different things. I would fake shake. I'd like say no, even though. You're not. I'm yeah. not going to. I would say no until the signs came back around. So, like, he would give me slider, and I'd say no. He'd go fastball, and I'd say no. He'd go curveball, I'd say no. And he'd put slider down again, I'd say yes. Get back on the mound. Go away. And I'm like, ugh. So, eventually, <laughs> it was just, like, me. Just, it was my stuff against them. Right. If they could hit it, great. If right. not, but, like, that guy had my number. And maybe he had my catcher's number. But he only had it when I was pitching. Yeah. You, so, like, yeah, he didn't, okay, so he didn't have not, our catcher's number. He's not peeking at the catcher's hand. No. And some guys have their hands too far out, and then they're not deep enough in there when they're doing their signs. I was a two-trick pony, fastball slider. Right. I didn't have a changeup, didn't have a curveball, but I had variations of those two pitches. So I could throw a two-seamer and a four-seamer away. I'd turn my slider into a hard slider or a slow slider which acted more like a curveball. I'd bounce it. I'd backdoor it. So I really had four, five, six pitches. But out of two pitches. Out of two pitches. He had my number. What do you think he was seeing? Your hand, your shoulder, your glove? I have your, no idea. Where you were, you know. I, I, I put my finger, they used to call call it finger boner. Some guys would right. get it. Something, you, you have your glove, your finger sticking out of your glove in yep. the, the little finger hole. I actually tucked my finger into the glove. And not didn't use the hole because sometimes you would do something squeeze you, you'd or squeeze some, yeah. or, or pull, point your finger. Um, well, I don't this know, year, no idea what this, it was. This year, uh, Trout from center field told one of his own pitchers, "Yeah, you're giving yourself you're giving yourself you're, away. You're, you're giving yourself away, right? Like you guys yeah. don't realize you're doing it. Yeah, and, and like I said, I, I couldn't figure it out because I was doing everything different every pitch, and that that guy was in my head." Completely, because that's what. Because so, so we're sitting on the couch and Ant's like, because 
she obviously knows what Houston had pulled in the Boston Red Sox. She's like, are they stealing their signs? And I said, no, the guy's just not hitting the strike zone. Right. Like that six inning, they, those guys were all over the place. Yes. Four pitches in the dirt, four pitches here. I mean, they were killing seagulls. They yeah. were everywhere. Yeah, Vessia was not sharp. He's no. been sharp all year. Like this, this is the part that's so disappointing. Like you see him perform and dominate and be great all year. And then just like, yeah, they had a bad night on the wrong night. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's so disappointing and sad. <laughs> from, from your standpoint as a pitcher, did you ever have like where you were going like three or four innings and you're just like rolling? Yeah, you're absolutely. Like, and then all of a sudden you come back out. Yeah. Same thing. You take the jacket off, you trot out there, you got the same ball, same dirt, everything, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you're like, I can't find my slot. Absolutely. That's my why arm co- is That's all- why Coach Horton wouldn't put me in a third straight inning. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly why. He let me do it one time, and I did great, uh, but the other times I don't think I did very well. So I never got to see the lineup through. Yeah, you never went around the, the lineup through. twice. I, I, everybody got to see me one time. What do you think it was when that happens? Or what are you thinking when you're out there on that hill like, God damn it. I can't find my slot. You're just trying to find it. I don't, I don't know. It's For me, pitching was always feel. He looked like a mess out. Like, you could see it physically in his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was stressing. Yeah, it's it's for me, it was always feel. Like, those things, you wouldn't notice when things were going well. But the moment something went sideways, you're like, I don't remember my callus being that big on my right. index finger. I don't remember, you know, the... These seams seem awfully low, man. Right. This dirt is sticky. This, I need you know, to cut my nails. All, the, all these things start going through your mind when things aren't going right. So. My socks aren't even. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not joking. Like, he actually was fiddling with his socks yeah, at my, one point. Your left shoe might be tight. Maybe yeah. you tied it too tight the half inning before. Those types of things get in your brain real quick. I mean, that's everybody's got different levels of mental toughness and whatnot. Right. But you know, when you're going sideways, like all the little things like that start to start to get at you. And, and one of the, the color guy was AJ, former catcher for right. years. And he didn't dive into that enough. That wasn't giving him enough time to talk about, like from the catcher standpoint, how you handle pitchers, watching them crap on the mound. And there's nothing you can do. You're giving the sign, you're giving the location and they're not even close. Yeah. I, there's just not, there's you're nothing saying, you can do. Right. You're I mean, saying down and away breaking ball and it's high up in the sky. And, I used to be one of, I, I mean, I had, a, I had a heart. I don't know. Like I just, I felt for the catchers when I couldn't find my arm slot. Like I, th- I threw three quarters slide sidearm and I threw a lot of sliders and there were times when I just beat the catcher up and just like bounce, just bounce, it, bounce, it, bounce it, bounce it. Mike Lamb, Brian Lloyd, those guys, they got to the point where it was nonverbal. They would like, give me the, like, get your arm up. You know, they would hold the glove and say, right here, get it here. Yeah, hit the Uh, spot. And and almost like an umpire, if they took their mask off, you knew you were pissing them off. (laughs) Like, if they had to, like, lift their mask up and, like, actually make eye contact with you, you knew knew that they'd had enough. So um, there was also the lift the mask up and look over the coach, like, are you going to come get this guy? Yeah, what are we doing (laughs) with this guy? What are we doing? Um, So... um, Tell me, what are those conversations like? I didn't pitch. I was in center field, so I never had to get pulled. What is it like when you're out there on the hill and you know you're struggling and you see coach coming and you don't know if he's coming to talk to you or pull you? Uh, I mean, I personally always knew. I mean, you, you see the guy warming up in the right. bullpen. You, you know 
by how hard that person's going, whether or not you're going to get pulled. And you're right-handed, so you're facing you're, yeah, the way Goodwin was, or most people, you could see, you're sure, looking at you're look, you're looking at the person. You you see, And also in college, it's not like the big leagues where the bullpen's warming up out in left field yeah, by he's themselves. Yeah, away. You're, you're looking, and you, you've thrown your sixth straight ball. You see the bullpen catcher and the pitcher take their shoes and run down. Yeah, you'll see five down guys the run line. like yeah. there's a fire drill. So so you know you know it's coming. <laughs> Someone hasn't even dra- jackets yeah. are dropping seeds. Yeah, yeah. Shit's flying everywhere. So I mean I've been on the I've been on the go get ready side of things right. too. Guys with the walkie talkies yeah. chirping. Yeah. Yeah. So uh you, you know it's coming and you know when you've thrown six straight balls and you know, they always say make an adjustment. So you throw a, a curveball in the dirt, you throw a curveball in the dirt, you throw a curveball in the dirt. They start yelling, make an adjustment. Like, do something. Di-. If you keep doing the same thing, the same result is going to happen. So Hit him. Just, yeah, do just something hit him. different. So um, you, you can tell what the coaches are going to say when they come out. You know, sometimes they say, you just don't got it today. That's enough. Um, sometimes they come out and give you, like, pointers on, you know, you're, you're you're out ahead of yourself. Make sure you stay back. They, they give you little tiny things, but they're not making physical adjustments to your your mechanics during right. the game. Like yeah. At game time, there's nothing it's, they can do. It's not practice anymore. It's it's you know you either got it or you don't. So, what about that damn drone flying into the stadium? <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. Chase, I know we're texting back and forth. He's like, "Oh, that's so many federal laws being broken." Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I even saw like I saw. Um, during that Alabama football game, they had a drone shot coming up to the edge of the stadium, and it just went up over the lights and then backed away. So that was the TV broadcast. Right. They're not going to go up over the stadium right. during that's the game. CBS that's CBS or whoever yeah, it that's was. All, that's, all, uh, that's all not permitted. So I, I don't know. Who knows? With that that looked like a personal drone that was yeah, just it was total personal drone. Took off, took off from the right field beer pavilion yeah and uh probably went totally out the off the radar yeah, yeah. Didn't, what, there wasn't a dgi where it was yeah. had to have you know check id or whatever he was totally I, that's cra- that's crazy that the players saw it though like with he all was that, low with but with all the noise i'm saying with all the noise like normally you can hear the drone but like that was a loud Those red and green lights are pretty dark sure, he was sure, only sure. 20 feet at one point he was really low Oh, absolutely yeah yeah i mean they could have Probably taking out this guy's are throwing gloves and bats at him. <laughs> that would have been great. That would have been great. <laughs> but I've been to that place. I, I was there opening night when it opened up. I've been there for playoffs. Um, that place gets a rockin', and yeah. it was they were they they hadn't had that much fun in a long time. And you fuel that with a bunch of bandwagon fans, sure, and fans that have never been there before, right. and uh, yeah. and then it started raining. Yeah, it pe- turned it into like you know. Just a, a festival of crazy people putting yeah. pizza boxes on their head. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm still not sure what's up with the gold chain and the, you know, I, wrestling masks, but I, whatever. I don't know. But it, it when it when that's going sideways in that inning, and I'm just thinking, oh god, like what that? Like you could just feel everybody's deflation. There was, I mean, they kept uh, going to Freddie Freeman's face and Kershaw's face. Uh, they were done. Right. They were done. Like there was no, but, there was no coming back. You no, know, it's funny. Like you have that whole year, right? You're you're crushing it, and then guys like Mookie and Freddie don't show up on that game. Like you could do a lot of stuff all year long, but then when it's playoffs, yeah, you know, there's only one David Freeze, right? Like you become that guy, right? You right. rise I, to I, the I, occasion. It is. I mean, we we talked the other day. I don't I don't know. Like, 
I don't make excuses for these. These are all professionals. And you, you said, you said something that made, uh, you said they make too much money. I, I, I agree with that because they're, they're not fighting the way the baseball players fought when we were, when we were growing right. up. Games totally changed. Yeah. It's not the same at all. But I, but I, I saw that Mookie Betts had a birthday. During during the seven days that they had off, six days, whatever that period was, right? He had a birthday party, and I'm sure it was a Mookie Betts style birthday party with famous people and whatnot. The next day, he goes out and he goes bowling, or he was on. I feel I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. He was on on right. a TV show, and then he went bowling, bowled a three hundred, like awesome. You're you're spending your free time with your family and doing your thing, but like. Looking back, it, it's not a good look. It's no, not a, it's, it's not, not a good, good look. look. It's not a good look. And um, I, 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 mean, would, I, I would think... I would never blame him. Like, if they won the World Series, I would never blame him for not taking it seriously because he did those things. Right. But the fact that they played so poorly. Yeah. Do I think Mickey Mantle went bowling on days off? Probably no. not. He might have been completely hammered. True. But, you know, True. so was 90% of the league. Right. So the umpires, <laughs> but that's all right. <laughs> but the time off to be doing that, like, is it for me to say you should be spending your time better? Maybe not, but do it, does it make bad right. optics? Absolutely. Right. Like, yeah, I, I just looking back on it, I, I didn't, it didn't make me feel good inside. But then, you know, with like football, if you're Tom Brady, you're studying film, you're watching what the defense can do and stuff. I guess staying off your feet is the only thing, but like, how much film is he going to watch on the possible pitching staff he might play against, who he doesn't know yet? It could still have been what they were playing the Mets. So San Diego or Mets, he's not right. sure at that point who he's going to face. Sure. But I know getting off your feet, staying off your feet, you know, I don't know. Did they have any kind of simulating games? When I, they were I, th- I think they did. They, I mean, they had workouts, and I was, you know, following them. They had workout. I don't know what kind of games they were having. It wasn't competitive. No. You know what I mean? It's not. You might be facing live pitching, but it's not. Yeah, it's, it's station to station. They probably brought some minor league with, guys up. With no fans. With, right. You know, in a ballpark that's completely friendly and fun. And you are you know you're jerking around. You're not giving 100%. Yeah. And then, you know, I like to think the, the good in them all, especially like Mookie Betts and Clayton Kershaw and Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner. Actually, the whole team. I don't I don't see a bunch of goof-offs on that team this year. Um, I feel like maybe like Verdugo might have been a goof-off and, you know what I mean, like not taking it seriously. there's been plenty in the past. Yeah, there's been, there's been plenty. I, did, I didn't feel like there was any of that. I don't think they, they were goofing off or – and I don't even I don't even think that they probably thought that they were going to steamroll, but – Look at what they did all year. Does so, it hurt more because they had 111 wins? Absolutely. I mean, it hurt. It hurts more personally, and it hurts more when you talk to other people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they they come at you like ah, Dodgers. They couldn't do it again. Couldn't do it again. Couldn't do it again. I mean, between so, last like, year and this year, what they have a hundred? They have 220 wins or something. Yeah. Because they finished second last year to the Giants by one game. Yeah. They had, what, 104, 102? I feel like, I think I saw something. It's the first team that's ever, or in a long time, gone three back-to-back 100-win seasons. Yeah. In a, in, a, in a long time. Like, so there's that. Um, you know, look at, I know it's not Dave Dave uh, Roberts all by himself, but I, I want to say he's got the highest winning percentage of any manager 
in their first 10 years or something like that or whatever he's however long he's been with the dot it's like seven i think seven years. whatever it is yeah. his winning percentage is the tops of anybody with his with his uh stuff so the dodgers well, he have did been, get into you know he did take over sort of like joe tory when the yankees right sure they fire buck and then tory steps in the team's sure. not dog crap no. there's not rebuilding at the dodgers no. at that point they just need retooling no but uh was the were the McCourts still around, or was he their first manager out of the McCourts? Oh, I I can't keep track. I mean, because because Don Manning was there, right? So yeah. I don't know where Don left and where he came in and they took over. Yeah, I mean, he's he he did get an opportunity oh, to step in and let's see, because I did that SI cover with Magic and Matt Kemp. That was their big signing. Sure, bringing him back. Yeah, like they signed big. Mo- I think I think Don might have still been there. That's possible. That's possible. So, uh, but it was early on in that, yeah. in that, uh, in that transition. So like they've done, you know, you know, and what I've learned is the Dodgers are doing a good job. They're building their farm system. Their scouting is fantastic. They've, they've got replacement parts for every, for every position on that field oh, God, when they, yeah. when they need it. That's, that's what hurts the most is they've got this, wealth of talent they can go out and get whoever they want whenever they want and give away talent to get what they need for the time being they go out and get the pieces that they need they sign freddie freeman they sign craig kimbrell like you yeah yeah you 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 can you got all those parts yeah so you go out and do the business and then they perform the way they did all year it's just so disappointing (laughs) went to, to slump when they slumped you yeah. know, you know what I mean? Like that's that's the. I'm not faulting anybody. I, I really think. That oh, let's fault somebody. I know, but I'm not faulting anybody. Ba- baseball is baseball is a game of momentum. It is. It's a it game. Totally of, is. I and think, you have to play the games. And I think September and that that seven eight days really slowed their momentum. Yeah, absolutely. Like last year when they were fighting neck and neck with the Giants, they were they were on it. They were hungry. Yeah, they had to be hungry. They had, had to, be. to be. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, looking back, I, I even forgot about this. They, they, you know, were trying to win for Vin. They, they did a little campaign for it. They, yeah, he had they a shot patch. a video. He had a patch. That all got lost when they start playing like shit. Like no one talked about it anymore. No one was like pumping that up. But like that was they. They should have. Yeah, they, they should have done better. They had Vin and Maury Wills. Maury Wills, right? Yeah, they, they, you know. I can't believe they let those two guys down. I know. I know. Boy, it's... I hope they feel better. <laughs> I was going to say, Vince Scully was r- rolling over in his grave, but I think he, like, shut the door on that one, <laughs> that series, early. He just said, there's no coming back from this. Uh, what What did you think about that damn goose? It was ugly. Yes. I have no idea what that How was. How did he get away from the group, fall into Dodger Stadium, and then with all that netting, he couldn't find his way out? Right. I, I don't I don't know. That was the weirdest thing. We've I mean at Goodwin Field over Cal State Fullerton, we've had a number of animals. We've had a yeah. dog run on the field. We've yeah. had a goose run into the backstop. Right. Oh um, three from, a naked guy. Oh yeah, we had the naked guy. <laughs> uh so getting that thing into into Dodger Stadium, that's that was odd. That, yeah, that, that was, was odd. And odd, then odd. and then the Padres used it as some kind of makeshift mascot. Next me you know. He's got you know hats and hats shirts and, and shirts and, and they're Looking like going to Bass Pro Shop and buying hey, duck pills. 
Just like the rally monkey, it worked this year. I, I just hope that they don't have that duck on their screen for the next 25 years. If they want to, that's fine. Whatever. What? Hey, but you, you, you mentioned the, the monkey. I feel better <laughs> off being a wounded Dodger fan, knowing that, you know, we've, we've been there. We're competitive the last 10 years. That franchise, what an absolute piece of dung. <laughs> Just it is bad. Dung. It is bad. Poor Mike Trout. Yes. Poor uh, Shohei. Ta- Shohei shows up today to the airport in Japan, and he just starts bad mouthing the organization. Did you see that? I did not. I'll have to look. So That's they, gonna be great. It was pretty broken translating. He, he says it really nicely. <laughs> sure. You know, because sure. But he was like, "I had a good year. Not good years. Not good memories. Not doing good." Kind of sounded like that. Well, at least from the translator. But yeah, sure. he he was basically like. I'm not happy. This is not a good thing. And he's right. Like, he signed the arbitration for $3 million. He didn't have to, but he did, right. whatever, because he had no right. choice. But I don't feel bad for Mike. He wanted the money. He took the money. Mm-hmm. But you got two guys. One was a generational player. I don't know if Mike's the best player in baseball anymore. He is in, he's in, has been in the playoffs since 2014. For the love of God, Barack Obama was president the last time Mike was in the playoffs. You're, not, you're never going to be able to compare until he makes the playoffs or carries the team somewhere. Right. You're never going to. I don't know. that. Uh, that's the difference between the Dodgers' ownership and the Angels' ownership, in my, in my opinion. Oh, like, absolutely. Like, they, don't, they don't have any value. On the field, they don't have any value in their farm system. They don't have any value. Well, the Dodgers uh, look from the top down. They they say as an organization. Yeah. And when they say that, they're talking about minor league systems from triple all the way down to Vero Beach. They are not like saying, oh, organization, and it stops on in Anaheim. Right, right. They yeah. do. They don't give a rat's ass what happens in Salt Lake or wherever and, the hell they've got. And they should because yes. that's the only place they can pull from. They, they've, they've been notorious for not paying the players, the coaches, crappy you know farm systems. I mean, Christ, they've been penalized because they're Cuban or not the Cuban. They're uh, island organization in the Caribbean wasn't, was like just a slum. Oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, it's just garbage all the way through. I mean, they went and fired their manager, maybe a little... Prematurely, prematurely. But they went on that 14-game losing streak. Right, and that was they didn't they didn't come up, turn it around and start winning as soon as he left, though. No, no, <laughs> but that's a that's a that's a perfect example of nobody in that organization has mirrors. Right. No, it's nope. not my fault. Yeah, and I mean, hearing that uh, Marino's gonna sell the team could be the best thing that happens to that organization. Right. If, if his kids uh, don't want it. As long as long as uh, also upper management needs a change. Yes, is it Car- Carpino? Is that the, yeah? President is John president, Carpino, the, and Dennis is you know a fraternity brother of Artie. I mean, that's the worst kind of upper management you can right. have is yes men, and right, they're there. strictly yes men. Carpino's a, uh, a was from the marketing division when his billboards. He knew nothing about baseball, knows nothing about baseball. I mean, this is a guy that wears flip-flops around the batting cage and shorts. Mm, excellent. Yeah, brilliant. Excellent. excellent. Yeah. That's, you, you know as a baseball player, absolute no-no. And no. he always thought of himself as like on the organizational level sure. with the players. Oh, boy. Ate in the clubhouse, hung around, would have special treatment, and having players come to his kids' stuff in school. 
Like that kind of guy. Fantastic. Right. Excellent. The players would sit there and just badmouth him. I mean, I've, you know, I, I'm not in those meetings or on the back end, but I can see from what a normal fan sees how the, the Dodgers are run. And, you know, they've got this person is the spokesperson of the ownership group. This person is the fan spokesperson. And then it goes down the line. They've, you know, they've got their even down to their, you know, their broadcast teams are, are representatives of, of the organization. Right. They've got their players that are representatives of the organization. Tell me, tell me, tell me who's doing what Justin Turner and Clayton Kershaw do outside of baseball on the the angels. Like not uh, one, they don't have a ping pong tournament or bowling or kids or building K's. Yeah. Five K's and building, you know, stadiums around the County. Yeah. So like, it's just, that's the difference. That's the difference. I just like, and they're what 30 miles apart. And literally you think it's a completely different country the way they run. I mean, the, the stadium, like the stadiums are, Night and day, too. Right. If I blindfolded you and you went to a game this year and I said, which stadium is older? You'd be like, right. It's got to be Anaheim. Right. It looks in disarray. It looks like a Banana Republic kind of stadium. I went to an Angel game one one time this year and they upgraded their video board since the last time I've been there. But uh, the rest of the park was just as shoddy as I had seen it. Five years prior that uh, I I hadn't been in a long time. So um, they got, they got to put some effort, some thought into their, into their uh, ballpark and their, their organization, just something. And I think that new ownership ownership, if you get the right people in there, obviously they can come in and be another Marino. They can be a McCourt they can be a, you know, whatever. And, and even destroy it even more. But, um, I think they've got to look at it and go, okay, we start from scratch. You have to. You have to. you got to sell off what you got. And Would you have the cojones to trade Trout or, or Yanni, Tani, Favani, whatever? Uh, at this point, why, why not? Like if you're not if you're not producing like what what is the goal of your organization is it to sell T-shirts or is it to win championships that's, that's so all gotta, they're doing is selling that, T-shirts that's it I mean you got to decide what you want what you want to do and you know is Mike Trout gonna bring that championship maybe you keep one of them because if, if you stay. sign if you sign the Japanese kid for four hundred million right you're gonna have eight hundred million dollars tied up in two players. Two players? Good luck. And I'm t- like, how many games are you going to get out of those guys? Like, I'm, I, I'd like to think that that players can play full seasons. Mike Trout's too strong, in my opinion. He's going to get hurt. He's gonna, he's gonna dive. He's gonna strain something. His back's going to go out. His arm's going to be sore. Something's going to happen. He's just, he's one of those too strong guys, in my opinion. Then there's Otani, who he wants to be a two-way guy. I think you can. There should be more of those type of guys, but they're it's gonna it's gonna take its toll on that guy, and he's gonna his arm's gonna hurt, and he can only be a hitter. Or and it's happened in the past already. Right. He's already and how many Tommy Johns does he already have? One, or, one two or two or six yeah. or something. I can't, I can't and, remember. And he's but. only a designated hitter. Like he doesn't play the field. Right. Like you're not having right. him. Like well, he's just, he's in left field, and we're just gonna no. Yeah, so yeah. he's a DH guy. So with him. He won 15 games this year, and you thought you would think the way people talk about him, he won 31. Right. Okay, he had a two-point whatever ERA, but he's also totally coddled by that organization. They are absolutely watching every move he did. He went, what, 15 and 9? So it's not like, wow, he right. sued her and went 24 and 3. And, you know, like, I know that we haven't seen it in our 
in our lifetime. We haven't seen this in the big right. at the big league level. But you but, and I have lived the college level. And we've seen some we've of the best players some, do it. Yeah. I mean, John Olerud and Mark Kotze, like just to, just to name two real quick. Right. One, the two-way player award is named after. The other one is right. now managing the A's, you know? Yeah. So, like, pretty good pretty good ball players. Um, Jason Vargas at Long Beach might have been the best I've ever seen on both sides. There you go. Yeah. Right? So, so And he probably could have done what this kid's doing now, but 10 years ago, that was like voodoo, taboo, right. unheard of, right. you're crazy. Can't do it. Yeah, and I think a couple of guys might have done it in the minors kicking it around, but no way when you got up to the bigs would they let you do it. Yeah, so I, I know that it's 162 games versus 56 games or 65 games or whatever a, a good college team will play this in, in a season now, but it's not unheard of. Like, I'm not as impressed as the rest right. of the world is, Because we on had it, to be honest. Nick did it, Pill did it. We've had um, we've had a yeah. lot of guys have done yeah. it on what we've seen. Yeah, exactly. And that's just on Fullerton's side. Yeah, there's been other teams that have had it, from Wichita to Can like whatever you name it. There's yep. been lots of guys, so it's not like this weird thing if you've never yeah. watched college it, baseball. Yeah. So it's, hell, we had guys who would start on a Friday and close on Sundays. Yeah. Silos yeah. did that. Ted Silva did that. Yeah, Teddy so. did it too. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, eh, I don't know. I'm just not as impressed as a lot of people are. And, I again, I know that we haven't seen it on the major league level in our lifetime. You know, what, Babe Ruth and right and Otani. But um, I don't know. It's not as impressive to me. He's a great hitter, and he's a good pitcher. Well, get, get to 300 yet. Okay, so he hits 34 bombs. But everybody's swinging for the fences. And that game you watched, the Mariners game, the 18-inning game, Jesus Christ, everybody's trying to end the game going big. Every, every single one. Everybody's every trying to end it on a pitch. Right. There was literally no small ball has happened. Like today, Judge, you know, he he got one, and I think uh, Stanton got one. Nobody plays small ball. No one hits the ball around, moves, bunts, advances a guy. Before we started this, uh, Harper and uh, Schwarber hit home runs. Home run. That was, yeah. the, what, that was the score. And what's the game end? At 2 nothing. Did it end up oh, to yep. nothing? There it is. Two home runs, two home game runs. ends. Nobody plays I'll advance a runner anymore. Right. Well, and, and nobody steals. So, you know, all the analytics has it where you can't do this, you can't do that. And, and for me, selfishly, it takes away from a lot of pitchers. There's a lot of photos that aren't made because everybody's trying to jack it. Yeah, sure. That, and everybody's wearing that goddamn side shield now. They all look <laughs> like football players. You can't see anybody's face. Oven mitts. Yeah, everybody's wearing oven mitts like they burned themselves on their sister's little <laughs> kitty toaster. Like, what the hell's going on? Nobody's got tobacco and smoking cigarettes in the dugout anymore. <laughs> I've really been trying to uh, not be a grumpy old man about baseball. I really, I've really tried to understand that the game is evolving and the game is changing, and it's not the beauty of what it was in 1986 or 87. Watching, you know, Alan Trammell and Lou Whitaker turn double plays and get lit up by the guy coming into second base, but they still turn the double play right, like. And uh, they weren't upset about it. How how often do you see the pretty Ozzie Smith up in the air, turning the double play, throwing the ball over the runner like six feet in the air anymore? Right. You don't because no. the runner will slide and get out or get out of the way. Oh, yeah, he makes a hard right and bolts out into right field yeah. and doesn't want any part of right. a ball near his pretty face Yeah, because so, he's got a TV like, commercial to do next week. I really do think a lot of beauty left the game with some of the, the rules. and The know, athleticism. Is athleticism, been, yeah. the... the uh, and the shift, uh, yeah. but that goes away. It goes away, and and 
I still to how how long has the shift been in in vogue right now? Four or five years? Uh, maybe a little longer. The Dodgers kind of really started it. Yeah, I mean they were they were one of them. I think uh, yeah they did. I remember they had the four fielders on the or five fielders yeah. on the right side. Yeah. <laughs> that was it was it was making Vin Scully question whether he should be doing the job anymore. Yeah, he, um, he was very confused. <laughs> that 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 is true. They did they did start that, but you know it took away. I still, to this day, a ground ball up the middle, think it's a base hit. Yeah. If it gets by the pitcher, I think it's a base hit. Or or it's going to be a, an amazing diving play by the shortstop. Right. And like, He's going to have to spear that thing, it, come up gunning, and, and it, it's going to be bang, bang. And in reality, it's the second baseman playing on the, the left side of the the ball, the, the base, or yeah, he just, it's the third baseman playing second base yeah. that skate, <laughs> that went to, to back to the middle to cut it off. Uh, and it's routine. And it's, it's routine. not even close. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, Justin Turner hasn't played that much second base since Cal State Fullerton, <laughs> but he's really credited as being the third baseman. Yeah. So, like, and he's literally like on the grass at that point, too. Yeah. So he's yeah. like softball shallow. Yes. He's playing Rover. Field. Rover. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I, I miss, I, uh, I wouldn't mind the shift if they also shifted the way you ran the bases. Because it really penalizes the left-handed hitter. Sure. Because you have to run to first base. Uh-huh. The first you still have, always yeah, have to cover. He's always there. So on a when a right-handed hitter's up, if they made you run the other way and they you were allowed to shift around <laughs> the other way and you recorded the out at third base, instead, I think it makes it. E- I mean, it really like is a detriment to a left-handed hitter. Like it. Right. It a, takes that away from him. Yeah, you can say all day long, just hit it the other way. Just hit it the other way. You can. I, I think they should. They should bunt. They should right. hit the other way. That's not the way the game's going. They just they'll just swing as hard as they can and see if they can knock it through those seven players on the right side somehow and get their get their base hit. But are you absolutely just stunned how many guys are throwing a hundred now? Yeah. Like, I mean I haven't it, driven a hundred in a very, very long time. Yeah. And now everybody has got a guy putting up triple digits on the speed gun. I don't want to say it's boring, but it kinda of, like it's it's kind of like that Bull Durham when when Crash says throw ground ball. It's it's more democratic. <laughs> like strikeouts are for fascists. Like yeah. it's like the strikeouts are amazing, but they're they're kind of boring. Like you're not seeing anything. You're not seeing any skill. You're not seeing any. And you're seeing guys swinging absolutely bad pitches. Yeah, they're they're bad pitches. But like now everybody's pitching up in the zone, and they've you know they finally started calling that that. Upper upper strike right around they, the letters that they where haven't it's since to, yeah. guys used to hold the little pads in front of them as umpires. Um, yeah, back it's then been below the belt it's forever. Been, it's been really low. Um, yeah, yeah, that's I, so weird that in the rule book it states where the strike zone is. Right, and for some reason, baseball umpires have been like, nah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make it here as and, a group. They've decided that. And what's interesting is it should it should shift with the size of players. My strike zone should be different than your strike Absolutely. zone. Absolutely. But because of ESPN or Fox or whoever, and we get that little box on the screen on the TV, right. I think that is what the norm is. If it if it's above the box or below, the the box isn't changing size. No, it's not. In between batters. But Aaron Judge and Jose Altuve are two, two different strikes. Yeah. That's two whole That's <laughs> two different strike zones. You're so. talking about a five-foot-four man yeah. and a basketball player. Right. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, back to the hundred mile an hour. Like, and uh, yeah, it, it gets tiring. It, it's amazing. It's amazing. At the same time, it's it's boring because it's home run or strikeout. You're not seeing any of that 
skill. And, and when when's the last time you legitimately saw a guy choke up to shorten their swing, oh. to put the bat on the ball, to push it through the other side because I, they're getting dominated? I saw it the other day on ESPN when they were replaying an old uh, Pete Rose demonstration on how to actually choke up, but sure. I haven't seen it in sure. a game well, in I don't know, I w- I, 20 years. I will say I did see Cody Bellinger. I don't know. He had like a whole hand's worth of bat. Do you, did you see that when he got hit in the bat and they yes. thought it was a hit by pitch? Yes, yes. It, it was a whole baseball worth of bat down there. So good on him for making that adjustment. But that's one guy out of all of baseball that's doing it. But he's I mean, making he, all kinds of adjustments. He's never been the same since that forearm right. blast in the yeah. playoffs. I mean, there's, you know, Brett Butler type of guys that would like choke up. Pete Rose, Mike Sosha, yeah, those Tony guys, Gwynn. Tony Gwynn, those guys used to gain bat control by, he, yeah, by choking. Tony up. Gwynn played with a miniature bat for <laughs> God's sake. Yeah, uh, so I, I miss I miss those things. I miss people making adjustments to get base hits, to get the next guy to the plate, to you know move a guy over, um, bunts, sacrifices, hit and run. You know what? When was the last time you saw a hit and run? A legitimate hit and run, base hit through the right side, Ru- go first to third. Yes. Like, real hit and run. Like, it just doesn't happen anymore. No. Doesn't happen anymore. Um, I do like that the stolen base is coming back a little bit. I wish it would more. And I think... Where's Vince new, Coleman the, when you need him? The, ne- the new rules are going to, I think, set up, because you're only going to be able to throw to first base yeah. three times, Three times, I think. right, yeah. Um, I think that's going to, you know, you're going to be playing a a gambling game there. Um, so that might, that might be fun. I mean, th- those, so to me, exciting baseball is the little stuff inside of the game. Like, but you know, this, that, that, that saying you can only throw over, throw over there three times is kind of horse crap because what's happened is all these baseball players look like football players. Now everybody's jacked and lifting, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We got our buddy, Mike Lorenzo. Like mm-hmm. he just looks like a beast without a shirt on. Right. right? You said trout's too big. Nobody's your your Mookie and sprinting. Your Vince and sprinting. There's no sprinters playing baseball with speed. Huh? Everybody's so bulky now. It was it was pretty to watch Trey Turner. I hope the Dodgers resign that guy. It's pretty to watch that guy. Like he right. he runs. He laid down a push bunt the other night, and I was like, Why are we not doing this more? Yes. What, especially you. Right. You know what I mean? I mean he and he had 196 hits this year. Like yeah, he almost had 200. If yeah. you laid down four bunts in in other situations when they have the shift on, or you know, yeah, to you get the make next guy. Yeah, make, you make base. You make the bases available to you because the guys in the field have to adjust to where you could put the ball. Yep, yep. So I miss those skills. I miss uh, you know the the first to thirds, the 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 first to home. The triple, the you know, like those types of things are the, the things that I saw beauty in, or I see beauty. I in I still baseball. think a triple is the most exciting play in Abs- baseball. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it, it is. It is probably my favorite. Uh, I like it when there's a play on you. Yeah, at third base, so you're going you're in head first in. or going in hard. Right, you're horizontal, helmets off, and yeah. you're just hair. Oh yeah, you've lost. You've lost the helmet going around second. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's 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 a wonderful thing. You hit that dirt, that ball comes in, and you're just hoping he's swatting and missing, and you're flying 100 miles an hour, and you drag yourself across that base, and you and, you bust a belt. And then this, yeah, you bust a belt, and hopefully in this day and age, you don't lift your foot off a centimeter off the base because 
all 900 slow action cameras are focused on you and they'll go yeah. to review and say, nope, he came off the base. Right. Damn 4K. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So We uh, never had that problem. We watch it on TV. We can barely identify players. I know. <laughs> you know what I saw the other day? I saw a replay. They showed a playoff game with Eric Gregg behind. Do you remember Eric yes. Gregg? The big, hefty uh, yeah. uh, African-American gentleman. That it was. I, I remember back then that I liked him. He was energetic and like... He had this like sway when he'd like call strikes. Did he wear the big chest protector too? Early, early, and I think he did. But he was also just a big guy. So you might be <laughs> thinking, <laughs> just a big guy. That might have been a jacket. Um, but like he would be out at second base, and he'd do this like little fake punch in the air and kick his leg back. Yes, on on outs. Um, but ah. he was awful. He was a horrible home plate umpire. Yeah, yeah. They showed a game with, uh, I want to say, Greg Maddox. And the guy, he just let that two-seam fastball run middle of the right-handed batter's box. And the guy was just calling strikes, strike, strike. You go to the other side into the other batter's box. And the, the hitters weren't even batting an eye. They're just like, this is like, this we is give your up. Strike zone. We give up. Yeah. So We like, know your strike zone's goofy. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I miss I miss that. It was just incredible watching how bad the umpiring used to be, and they didn't have replay. So no. it was like it was the umpire's Go word. Ahead, prove it, it was the umpire's word against the player's word in the game. You would only see it after the after the fact and replays. Yeah, you know how many guys were called out on strikes that weren't close, or how many walks that were given. Yeah, because of just the human change the way from. From umpire to umpire in a game, mm-hmm. you, you knew, okay, this guy strikes zone. He starts off low, and then it goes away if I'm right-handed or comes close up. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll be honest. That was the that was fun when you, when I was pitching at the college level. There was there was a game um, that I was doing that in. I was throwing I was throwing BBs like right where I needed them to be, and the umpire. I'm sure it was one of those games that it was late and we wanted to go home, but I was on, I was throwing <laughs> strikes and I, I threw a slider that was like right on the black strike one. Then I threw a fastball that was maybe a half a ball, two balls, half a ball, ball outside strike two. And then I bounced a curveball, you know, to waste a pitch uh-huh. or whatever. Trying to get and, him chase. And it bounced out back toward me, and he walked around the catcher and picked up the ball and rubbed it up, and he like came to put it in my, like, slap it in my glove, and he's all, stretch it, Greenlee. And he told me to, like, stretch the zone. <laughs> it was great. I threw a slider, like, I don't know, six inches outside, and he's all, strike three, oh! ball game. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know... I, you know, I loved, I love that. Not, not the umpires telling me to stretch the zone, but the ability to massage the strike zone. What was your thought when he says that? Uh, I better throw a strike. Were you? Were you? Did you stop? Did you have a little heart palpitation? This like- particular umpire was very friendly with all the teams. Like he was very like everybody knew him. So like I had talked to him when, when you're not pitching, you're the ball guy. Yeah. Like yeah. The umpires would call for balls and you take them out. You take them water and stuff like that. So you're, you're friendly with them. You're not as friendly as maybe the catchers are, but sure. you're getting some, you know, on a, on a weekend series. And if yeah. I'm the, if I'm the ball guy for the first six innings of the game of all three games, I've had some time with the guy. So yeah. I think that's, that's, there was a there was a like a uh, rapport. Yeah, there was a rapport there, and uh, so my first thought is, you better throw a strike. Don't blow it. 
You know what I mean? Like the dude just gave you the okay to throw a ball and it's going to be called a strike. Um, so I don't know. That was, that was fun. And is that fair? No, but that's, that's, that's the way it was. That's, sports. that's yeah. the way it was back then. So like, but I, like, it's, it's a funny story that I always remember. Like that's one of the, like the times him, him slapping the ball in my glove and saying, stretch it greenly. <laughs> so like, it's just, and it was just me and him. It wasn't like a crowd of people. Yeah, the ball the had bounced out in front of him, and he kind of, like, hopped up quick, like, quicker than the catcher to, like, get it. I, I got the ball. I got it. I got it. He's and, blocking it and out. Instead, and today, they'd throw that ball out because oh, it hit the dirt. hit the dirt. But Big back no, in no. Cal State Fullerton in the, in the mid-'90s, they didn't have the money for that extra <laughs> ball. So he just rubbed the dirt off of it and gave me the old scruffy ball and handed it back to me. Those things had such gigantic seams on them. Too. Massive, so, massive. I think I have a couple that are just huge. I would just, like, my slider would break i don't know blake trinan slider that that's what my slider looked like like yeah. a big flat vinnie pistano like slider that was like zone. 18 inches like just like it would slide and go like i would start it at the back hip of the batter and it would end up six inches outside like that kind of like big movement so it was fun to to do that who do you like yankees or houston uh i don't like houston so <laughs> I don't think many people do. No, I, it's good. That's going to, that's going to take a while for me to, Oh, I'll never get over that. I, that it's you, 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 you stepped in that dog poo and it's on you forever. Yeah. And I, and well, I liked Altuve. What, I, what I, cause he's short. Well, he was smiley. <laughs> he was good pitchers. When I had him for four oh, sure, years, sure, he was sure, nice. Sure. He was good. He was friendly. Uh, yeah, no, I, I just, but, you they, know, when you're wired up like a goddamn robot, what bothers me is they just like flat out to this day, like them and their fans, like act like it didn't happen. Yeah. Like Man, nothing, we're... nothing happened. Like you get, you got to get over it. I love Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker is a Dodger. He's a Dodger. Dusty Baker was on deck when Hank Aaron hit his home run. Right. Dusty Baker. I mean, not that he was a Dodger back then, but like <laughs> Dusty Baker is baseball. Dusty Baker is a guy. He comes and says, he comes in as a new manager after all this. And is like, you got to let it, it's time to let it go. No, it's not time no. to let it go. No, these guys got to wear it. They they just got through this, didn't get punished. Yeah, their coach got let go because of it. And other people in the right. organization because of it. Managers, coaches, upper, upper level people. And then, no, we're not letting go of it. Sorry, Dusty. Like, I love you, but like, no. Nope. No. Like, no. I love Dusty Baker with the big wristbands and the toothpick and everybody throwing gum at him in left field yeah. in the middle of innings. Like, all that stuff. Love Dusty Baker. but If you're not going to let Barry Bonds go, you're certainly not letting a whole team that cheated together. Right. And, and man, you were a Giants manager, and I still like you. Yes. Like, come on. Right. You come in, I, like, it bothers me. That you manage a team with probably some of the most steroided World Series 2002 ever to be played. Yeah. On both teams, and you're going to tell me, like... Are you telling me Spezio was doing... That whole team was juiced <laughs> Adam up. Kennedy? <laughs> Adam Troy Kennedy? Adam Kennedy? Troy Gloss? to his house. What? <laughs> Morons. What? Adam Kennedy's hitting three three jacks in a game? What? <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Uh -huh. and, and in multiple anyway. series, they did that, too. Anyway, Dusty Baker. Yeah, that's... I, I can't... I'm sorry. Yeah, you burn no, I, I don't... I don't... I don't... I won't forgive them. All now. right, so you're pulling Yankees. Yes. Well, right. I, that's a strong statement. I know, but Am I polling Yankees? No, I don't want the Astros to win. I'm assuming you're going to 
take the Phillies because you don't want to see San Diego goodness, after what they did to your Dodgers. Goodness, like no, I don't want to see little brother in there. Like, right? No. No. Now, were you polling for Cleveland? Because today they they beat or they lost to the Yankees. The Yankees beat them. Were you polling for Cleveland? But to be honest, I didn't care. Right. I didn't care. Like I, I don't. To so me, they're it, not in the league anymore. The Cleveland the Cleveland Indians are no longer right. in baseball, and these Guardians. I don't. You know, I want Chief Wahoo. If 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 the the Guardians Indians were to have made it. Guardians it, sound like a goddamn, you know, uh, <laughs> kid uh, was a Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what, I mean, come on. Is Chris Pratt going to come out and, and bat third? I mean, it sounds like a soccer team or a football team or a basketball team. It, it does. doesn't sound like a baseball team. No. I do, like, from a graphic design thing, like the cool, because they got the Guardians on the bridge there in Cleveland. And, like, I get it. They could have done the flames because that bridge or that lake has been on fire more times. You know, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not all on board with the Guardians. But had they won, my argument about the way the playoffs are set up would have been like right, like set in stone. Now that the Yankees and the Astros are in there, like the two best teams over there are are fighting it out. Well, the Yankees and Cleveland had two rain delays. That thing's been pushed back forever. Yeah, for sure. Um, but all right, so you're taking Phillies and Yankees. Yankees World Series. Amazing, doesn't it sound like Phillies and Yankees? Well, they could literally drive a school bus back and forth to the yeah. World Series. They don't even have to. They could take the train. I mean, could you imagine the Guardians and the Phillies? What kind of ratings that would have gotten? <laughs> yeah, Phillies been it was Philly won it in ten. Uh, didn't we do that? Didn't we did that playoff game with oh, the Dodgers? Right. right? Yeah, nine or ten, one of those two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, bringing back sad memories, man. <laughs> yeah, they man, won at Dodgers. Day. I was all fired up, and yeah, those... you're like, "Come help me, be yeah. my assistant." <laughs> yeah, we never got a playoff out of the playoffs. No, during those years, it's probably my fault. You brought me. No, that was Greenberg. No, that was it. Was that was nine? I think was it nine? Was it not eight or nine? Was it? Is it eight? I don't know. Some, my my wife was pregnant with my daughter. One of those years. Do the math and back it that was, up. That's eight. Yeah, okay, eight or nine. So, all right. Was that the who was the, the gentleman with the beard she was soft for? <laughs> Casey Blake. Casey Blake. <laughs> Casey Blake. <laughs> they rode in the elevator with him. Was that pre Kershaw? No. One of those years you had me, me and you rode the elevator with a very young Clayton Kershaw. Like he looked like a 17 year old. One of those years, it, it could have, it could have been a, it, it, any number of event that you you yeah. took me to. But I remember we went down the elevator with Clayton Kershaw, and minor he was, leaguer. He was very young, yes. So yeah, he doesn't look like that anymore. He looks he looks grizzled tired. and yeah, tired. He's, he's yeah. been around. He's yeah. he's done his time. Yeah. What do you What do you think the Dodgers should do with Justin Turner? It's pulling bo- out of both of our heartstrings. The issue, I don't know what his physical, I don't know what was wrong the first two-thirds of the season. Right. But like you said the other day, the last two months of the year, he was the best-hitting player in baseball. Right. So was there something no one was telling us about a shoulder, a hip, a finger, I don't know, a nail in his eye, something? He didn't play He didn't play third base a lot this year. Right. So is it the shoulder? Yeah, it is it a his... hip, a foot, a knee? Right. I don't he know. He had surgery on something a couple of years ago. But so is there some kind of ailment and it's gotten better or he just can't throw anymore? Or is there something going on with the arm right. to throw? 
now everybody's got a DH, so that's not the equation anymore. Where oh, well, right. where are you going to play him? Where you DH him? You can DH him. I think he still is very much the heart and soul, or at least the hearts on that team. Yeah, like he's still he's well, he's been there seven years now, seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. Like he is, like you would think they drafted him, right? And he's been with the club through and through. Like when I was there a couple weeks ago, I I was stunned how many people had his jersey. It's so weird to think like that little kid mm-hmm. and now I'm looking at his jerseys of tens of thousands of people have it. Mm-hmm. To answer your question, because I'm dancing, I say you bring <laughs> him back one more year. I don't know what his deal is. I think he signed a three-year deal. But I don't know what the medical staff I knows. Think the, I think, if I remember... He's got like a club option, so they yeah, get to decide two and a if club they're gonna, option. They're going to keep him this year or not. They get to they get to choose. But then there's lots of dominoes. Which where do you go? Where do you go with with? Yeah, I mean there he is. <laughs> where do you go with a lot of those guys? Right? Uh, was it Cor- uh, uh, was a center fielder? Bellinger. Bellinger. What do you do with him? Unfortunately, I think he's going somewhere else. I don't. I don't think that they can keep that up. Right. I mean, he's not recovered from that shoulder injury in the World Series. Right. When they've got, when they've got the the Outman, that kid that they brought up early on, and he was like, came in like a firecracker. They got that Vargas guy that they held on to through the playoffs. They've got talent coming out the wazoo. Like they can't. They can't stick around. I don't think that I, they're going to wholesale like get rid of everybody. Right. I don't mind Thomas as a fourth outfielder. Um, I don't know what the hell he was thinking about diving for that ball, and he lucky he scooped it up on the bounce <laughs> because I'm thinking if you miss that ball, every well, of course, everybody did score, but everybody scores on that. Yeah, it was a lucky save. Lucky, eyes closed, reaching out, you know, praying. Yeah, he didn't break his rosary beads. Like it was just, <laughs> un- what are you doing? Oh, you got lucky. Well, it was because he had made that miraculous dive, dive. an inning yeah. before, two innings before. Right. So he was giving you that, get that a shot. You that Superman complex. Yeah. I can catch everything. And, I mean. He's got stride, but he's not super fast. No, he's not, he's not Bellinger. He no. doesn't have that range, but, yeah. Uh, so one more year, I bring him back. I don't change the staff, really. Um, are you a Pryor guy? Mark Pryor? Seems to be doing all right. Yeah. I mean, after Honeycutt was I mean, we saw him out. pitch. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we saw him at SC. Yeah, we saw him at SC. Then we saw him with the Cubs. and Right. Then come it's in weird as the now. bullpen catcher. Right. Bull, I, bull, I got him with coach. pimples on his face, and now he's got gray hair on yeah. his face. No, he's, I think he's doing a good job. I mean, Honeycutt, as much as I – Honeycutt was kind of a weird dude to me. <laughs> like, personally, I think I've had an interaction or two with him. He wasn't a very like, – Yeah, he's Billy Hatcher kind of goofy. Did, yeah, he didn't – he was kind of weird. Um, but – he did a great job with the pitching staff, and they didn't really skip a beat since he left. He had to retire because of back injury or something like that. Right. But, um, I, I I keep the staff. I to be honest, I used to know everybody on the damn roster. Well, yes, I knew the trainer. Bill Bueller used to be the Dodger <laughs> trainer. He'd sit in the dugout and have a little thing. He'd he'd have that like old man sit where he lean and cross his leg in the dugout and just kind of sit with his elbow up on the back of the <laughs> back of the dugout and just watch the game. Could have had a cigarette. Probably had a really flat gold watch. Oh yeah, with a very Real thin strap. Flat. Yes. 
Um, but I used a to know. A pinky ring, probably. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because he knew somebody. Um, always had, like, the Sandy Koufax, Vero Beach tan, uh-huh. like, all, all year long. But I, Danny Ozark was a coach, and, you know, uh, Ben Hines was a coach, and Manny Mota was a coach, and Joe Amalfitano was a coach. And, like, I knew the team. I look in that dugout, and there's a guy that looks like he just got out of the skate park. <laughs> Long hair, and he's wearing a uniform. Like, I'm like, who are you? Come on. Who is this guy? But I know there's like 18 coaches. That's the thing. There's 18 coaches in the dugout. Development analysts, assistants, volunteers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's working. Except for the postseason. It's working. They're getting the wins. They're developing the players. So whatever. But, like, keep that staff. Whatever's going on. Do you remember when they used to do the playoff announcements and there were literally four coaches? Yeah. Like that's yeah. it. There are four coaches. Yeah. And so uh, back then, a- back then it was, I think it was Ben Hines used to be the bench coach. Yeah. And I didn't know who, what, what's that guy do? Yeah. What is a bench coach? So do? there was a first base coach, the third base coach, the manager and the bench coach. Right. I did a, do- I shot a Dodger game where coaches got thrown out and a player was coaching first because, <laughs> uh, Johnson and somebody else got tossed and like they were, because there were still only four or five sure. coaches back then. You know, they they rolled out, I don't know, Franklin Stubbs was the, playing first and coaching first. Yeah, and coaching first. first, he didn't have to go to the dugout in between the inning. <laughs> just, he just tossed his glove off to the side. Yeah. Because you weren't wearing hard hats back then. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So he just like tuck his glove tuck behind his glove his in his hand. belt. <laughs> I mean, it could have been where he'd give it to the other uh, first baseman like they did in the, like the 40s and the 50s. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's... I don't know. The game has changed so much. And a lot of the things that I I know it was like my informative years and like developmental years that you see these things and you learn and that's what you grow up with. So kids these days are going to see bat flips and celebrations and bubbles in the dugout and gold chains and Star Wars helmets and and cowboy hats. hats. Yeah, which makes zero sense (laughs) because there's no cowboys in Anaheim. Maybe it's a Gene Autry thing. Oh, sure. Right. Sure. Sure. Uh, they don't, they probably don't even know who Gene Autry I was going to say, they probably didn't know who Gene Autry was. hated that the wife still had a suite and she would periodically come because part of the agreement, they had got to keep that suite, <laughs> even though she lived in Palm Springs. Uh, so, like, you know, oh, also my, my new favorite thing is um, I wasn't a fan when they started wearing goggles in championship celebrations. But this year, I saw it where they lay out sandals and goggles for the players to come in and celebrate. Yeah. It's basically uniforms now. You have to wear a what Oakley goggles or whatever goggles. It's sponsored. It's so silly. Right. Like don't you want that champagne and beer burn in your eyes? It's it's <laughs> like, it's become a sponsor event. It's it's so Put weird. on your Nike sliders, it's, hear your Oakley goggles. We all just spray each other. It's it's lame. It's yeah. lame. That's that's the part. Like those those old timey things. Like the celebration is planned out. It's like stay out on the field. We're not ready yet. We we haven't put the plastic up. We haven't got this ready. Okay, we're ready now. Bring everybody in, and you wait for the coach. I mean, it used and then to you be soak him as he comes yeah, in. Yeah, it used to be. It used to be like those guys would go in and grab the stuff and bring it back out to the field. <laughs> Like, start spraying the fans with it, right? right? Like, it doesn't, doesn't seem to happen anymore. It's like, once they get inside, they, they stay inside. Yeah, well. Then again, I haven't been to a game in a long time. I, I much rather enjoy it 
from the comfort of my own home these days after being at so many and I don't know. I don't know that I can deal with the fans anymore. Like I've always had great access. I mean, you take me and I get like, even if I'm out in left field uh, under the stadium, like running photos for you, like it's still a better seat in the house than anybody else in that place. Like I'm down there looking at great photos (laughs) and like, they got TVs on and hot dogs, you know, the smell got hot dogs galore. And just like, it's, it's great. I, you know, I, I've taken my dad to a game and I don't know. I feel bad because I'm like the weather is too hot. Like it's blistering hot out here. And that's even with me, like knowing that you sit on the third base side uh-huh. so that you, you get, you get, the, you get the protection early and it's like, it's hot. And so many people are out here and Dodger stadium's full now. So like, oh God. You, can't, you can't even that. like, you can't even just like enjoy putting your feet up on the seat in front of you. So I just like barbecue my own hot dogs at the house and turn the game on. And if people start bugging me, announcers are awful. You can turn it off. You know, you can turn it down just and not listen. Down. Not listen. The guys that did the game, Pruszynski, and I don't know who the other guy was, uh, but some guy. They were okay. They're okay. They were okay. But I, I, you know, the announcers the Dodgers have Joe Davis and Oral Hershiser and Joe Davis and. Whoever else they run in there, Joe Davis has been a good replacement for Vin Scully, in my opinion. And I think uh, he's probably getting some respect, too, because he's now the Joe Buck of Fox. I don't know. Do yeah. you know that? Like he, Yeah. So Joe Buck went to, what, ESPN? Right. So now Joe Buck is now doing the All-Star game in the World Series and, you know, the Dodger games Monday through Monday through uh, Wednesday or Sunday, Monday through Wednesday during football season or right. whatever it is. What did you think about Albert's uh, 700 home runs? I went full circle. So now, I mean, I heard some stories from you, (laughs) which made me. So he he was an amazing player. And then he came to Anaheim and I was like, wow, that'll be cool to see this amazingness continue close to home. (laughs) And back then, I don't think I was. I mean, what was that? Ten years ago? Yeah, it's 2012. Was first so 2012. Year. I was 2012. I I didn't dislike the Angels. Family had enjoyed the Angels. Right. I didn't dislike them. I just I've always been a Dodger fan. But I was like, wow, that's a cool signing. But they, the Angels had a string of not so good signings. Oh. I don't know. There Gary was Matthews the, Jr. Gary Matthews. Yeah. Hamilton. Hamilton. I don't know if the C.J. Wilson thing quite worked out right. the way they wanted it Weaver. to. Weaver. Uh, Mo Vaughn. Oh, I mean, God, like, yeah. I mean, we're going back a number of years. So, like, it was a little scary. And I was like, I hope he doesn't, like, I hope he comes and is an amazing player. And then what did he lose? Like 30 points off his career 300 hitter to... No, 325. Right, right. A 300 under, lifetime hitter to sub 300. Right. So, like, that was sad. Last year, watching his interaction with the Dodgers, and maybe even the year before, I can't remember what it was, but seeing Albert and Jock Peterson, because they had special needs kids... Mm-hmm. Somehow that relationship, I was like, oh, all right. I see his heart. Like, I see something there. But he came back with the Dodgers, and he didn't do anything amazing, but he was a great teammate. He he appeared to be a great teammate. I'm not in the clubhouse. Right. He appeared to be a great teammate. When I see the players starting to wear shirts with his face on it, 
like you, you, you can see that there was some pull. Right. I never saw that with the angels. The no. angels weren't respecting no. what he was. And maybe it was because he was on his way out or whatever. He was but. definitely frustrated that he was not the way he was with the Cardinals. He he pressed and pressed and pressed, sure. and he was watching the career get worse and worse and worse. When you're 51, right. saying you're 37. Like, that doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help. <laughs> um, but but uh, when you know, like, in 12, he comes from winning a World Series mm-hmm. to coming, and he's assuming he's going to hit his 300, get his 35 home runs, his his 40 or 50 doubles, right? Because he was a double machine. What indication did you have that that wasn't going to happen? Well, that year in 11, he struggled with the Cardinals, and they don't win that World Series if it's not for David Freeze. Sure, sure. So then it fall, it's, it's falling off. If the Cardinals, your hometown team, don't make the offer the Angels do. I think they offered... 125 or whatever it is in the angels. That's it? Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> right. And, and see, they all angels offer 252. Right. And a lifetime contract after that or whatever it is. Yeah. A service contract. Yeah. $10 million, 10 lifetime, whatever yeah. crap, which I can't imagine is ever going to be accomplished because he would never do anything when he was with the club when I was there. You could see it falling off when he pressed. And I think getting. Let go by the Angels and getting picked up by the Dodgers and now being in an organization that was organized, which mm-hmm. is, sounds redundant, but uh. that's what they are compared to the Angels. It, it, it invigorated him. I'm, he was like, wow, I've, I have missed this. This is what, the, what St. Louis was like. Sure. A well-run, well-respected organization. Right. I'll do whatever it takes because that was kind of embarrassing the way it ended for me. And yeah. I think the being with the Dodgers kind of helped clean him up and smile more but sure take it for not for granted that his time left i'm glad the cardinals picked him up that's a good story the way it ended um what he hit 270 with like 24 homers something like that yeah yeah there's there aren't a lot of dodgers that did that right <laughs> like <laughs> muncie bellinger taylor and that was like, 50 points higher than what he was hitting with when he was with the yeah, angels that's yeah, a crazy sure. thing he played sure. so bad for the angels over those, he never hit 300, never had, like, I think he hit over 31 or two times, but even then, he's hitting 32 home runs, but he was hitting 105, 205. It was right. just brutal numbers. Right. So, I, I like the way, I like the way he went out. I mean, I, it would have been nice to see him in the playoffs a little bit more, but uh, seeing him hit 699 and 700 at Dodger Stadium, I thought it was pretty fitting and. Right. I don't know. It was, it cool. was good it was, for baseball. It was, it was great for baseball. I thought it was cool for all. I mean, it was good for, you know, the Dodgers and good for him. Like, he got the, At the, same the time, family. Same time, Judge is trying to go for, you know, 62 with, you know, Ty Maris and pass Maris. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's exciting, too. Everybody keeps asking me my opinion. I don't know why everybody cares what my opinion is, but uh, the number is the number. Bond set the number. That's the number for, you know. The, it, ML, it, the MLB MLB record. number is, yeah. is is that. That's awesome that he finally broke the AL record and broke it for the Yankee. I mean, that's cool that they kept it in the family. Right. Um, it's an amazing feat. Like, it, that hasn't happened very much. So, like, it doesn't take away just because he didn't pass Bonds or because Bonds did steroids or whatever. I don't think it takes away from that effort. Like, that's amazing. And what I the, – the best part of all of that is that he bet on himself at the beginning of the year. Yep. The Yankees offered him a ton of money, and he said, no, thank you. We'll discuss this later. Let me show you. And he bet on it. I'm betting on myself. 
and look what he did. Like, he's going to get paid. Like, rightfully so. Does he stay or go? I don't think the Yankees are going to let that go. I don't think they can. I don't think they got to sign him. They have to. Like, I, that would be creating that. Do they regret the Stanton signing? Oh, or, for or, sure. Or trade? Uh, for sure. For sure. Like, I mean, they hung he on. He was a one-hit pony was, kind of thing. The Gary Sanchez, they, like, put all their money in that guy, too. The, the catcher. catcher. Like, they've made a couple of but bad moves. But that was moves. weird. He was doing so well, and that just fell off. But you know this. Catchers are like that. Yeah. They've got this funky window where they're, like, non-hitters, great catchers, or they're great catchers and hitters, and then poof, right, uh, gone. The guy uh, from the guy from the Dodgers, a left-hander that went to the White Sox. Uh, well, wasn't it a Johnson? He was the catcher for the Charles Marlins. Charles Johnson. Yeah, yeah, he came to the Dodgers and had some good offensive years because he was really known right. as a defensive, defensive guy. Yeah. Cannon of an arm. Yeah, was crushing it down in Florida, but he was hit. He was your average catcher guys that used to hit at the bottom of the lineup eight and they would hit 210 215 216 yep and you were fine with that you knew that you want the defense right you want the defense i mean that's what Sosha was right i was there when when trout told you know i'm like in his fourth year i've got more hits than you have in your career (laughs) (laughs) like you know Uh, he has more world series and playoff though that's right (laughs) mike's got three games one hit one home run of it but that's it that's fine. Yeah. But that's uh, another weird team. How Kansas City, those couple of years, they were on fire. They had a bullpen. Everybody's throwing a million miles an hour, and pfft, they've been nothing since. They were just, they had it all at one time. Mm-hmm. And they're not an organization like the Dodgers are right now with backloaded with talent. When those guys started to piece off and go to other clubs. Yeah, you get that perfect storm of contracts and possession of players. and Middle relievers that are hitting it at the right time because that's what they started to do. They yeah. were that quintessential, get me five innings, and then we got a guy for the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, yeah. and we can mix in a left and righty in there that right. all throw balls on the wall. Yeah, and th- I mean, that's what the Dodgers did this year. They had, a, they had that, and you could mix and match. Their biggest thing was at that point for the Dodgers, at some point in the year, they didn't have a closer like Jansen was like eight years ago where you go, Done. You don't need it anymore. Gagne. Done. Uh, yeah. I don't think you need it anymore. I saw a highlight where they showed Gagne and Bonds going at each other. It was like 03 uh, or 04 favorite, whatever. That's my favorite clip. Yeah. It's my favorite clip. Yeah, uh, I don't it, care that Bonds hits 800 miles twice. Yes, right. He hits one foul, and then he hits one into the pond. Right. And I don't, I don't mind because it was mano a mano. Yeah. Let's go. Fastball right. versus Barry yeah. Bonds. Let's go. Let's see what happens. I'm going to throw this as hard as I can. Steroids. The movement is going to be what it is. Right. Yeah. Go for it, Canada. Canada, and and he hit it. He didn't hit it into the pond. He, I think he hit it in the center field, deep into center field. Right. But it was, it was amazing. It was, it was amazing. It was like ninety nine versus Barry Bonds, and he hit one foul, like five hundred feet foul, <laughs> and then he hit one to dead center. It was. Oh, I love that clip. Yeah, that is quintessential steroid, like prime popping, time. Yeah, prime time. Do you remember Gagne, that movement that he'd get on his... He'd yes. throw 99, and then he'd throw, like, the 63-mile-an-hour changeup right. and make Vin Scully, like, giggle like a schoolboy? Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he would... He'd be like, oh, boy! <laughs> like, just... Oh, I, I loved it. I loved it so much. And, yeah. like, as much as, like, it's become this thing, like, Gagne coming in to Welcome to the Jungle was just, like... 
it fired me up. Oh yeah, See, like, and that's when the video they had like those orange, the orange light LED, LED light LEDs. panels on the wall, yeah. and he'd come out and they'd have that really photo of his face with yep. the glasses. And the, that they had the shirt with, the, with yeah. the actual hair with on the it, actual blue goatee yep. hair yep. going on, and yeah. Oh, so and Dodger good. Stadium at that time had the photo position under the well was right behind home plate in a low position, and you could shoot that, and it was just gorgeous. Oh man, yeah, unbelievable. That was great baseball. You know what else I miss is those first and third base scoreboards by yes. the by the tarp. Yes. I don't know why. Yeah, I still With the I actual still light bulbs. I still look there for the. I still, it's hard I to do find. Too. It's hard to find my, a, my balls and strikes. Goes I there. go there to it's see. It's been if it's gone there. for fifteen years at least. Right, and I still go there looking. <laughs> like, I Jesus, it's up there. Uh, yeah, again, there's it's my up old, there by there's the my, advertising. There's my old man guy. <laughs> things that I miss. Is the seventy six still on top of the scoreboard, or did they take it down? It's gone, but it's in the outfield gas station lit up. Right. But the, so the circle's still on top of the... It's still there, yes. But it's not yeah, a 76. Yeah, but I, I used to get gas. When the team was out of town, I knew there was a gas station there, yeah. and I would drive in, get gas, and get out. They had a guy full-time there. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, man. And we talked about it not too long ago. All the You could get memorabilia from the 76 gas station like no other. No other. Absolutely, Pins, some of the best pennets, Dodger stuff posters, came out of there. They were the first of, club to, to do that. It's so good. I still have it to this oh day. Oh, my God. I have George Orta like portraits <laughs> left over. Like Steve Sachs when he wore number 52. Like I, I still got them. Still got them. Oh, man. Thank you for going out to dinner with me and grabbing some Jacksons. Jo- shout out to Joseph Mahon and Jacksons in downtown Fuller. Uh, that mac and cheese was pretty fantastic. Billy Ray's. You, you, you uh, said you said it was. I've I've been to Jacksons a number of times. I usually just stick with the, the chicken strips. Yeah. And, but uh, that was a good call tonight. Yeah, he uh, he makes some damn Bu- good buffalo food. buffalo chicken mac and cheese. Yes, fantastic with that ranch bacon dip. Uh huh. That oh, was pretty good. Yes. Pretty good. You're the man. Thanks for doing this. Awesome. Thank I hope, you. I hope this helps you like get through a I, little bit of your, you know. Yeah, work. like I said, I, I think I'm going to go into a sports hibernation, and hopefully I wake back up next spring No, no. Refreshed. You know she's going to make you watch Alabama this weekend because they don't want to get a second loss. No. What? It doesn't matter anymore. They got a loss. <laughs> like They're not going to be in the playoffs anymore. Randomly in that Unless group those other text teams. today, just drop a roll tide. <laughs> it happened. I'm not joking. I didn't do it. But it happened. It just popped up on my screen. I'm all, really? Really? <laughs> Put out a war eagle and see how that goes. Yeah. There's yeah. actually people in the family that went there. Oh, to Auburn? So, like, yeah. They, oh. It's so funny. Man, that, that that doesn't go over well. Uh, yeah, they, I, don't, I just don't think they talk about football <laughs> at that time. They just, they just pretend give, it doesn't happen. Give hugs at the holidays and then go away, and we don't we don't talk about it. We don't talk about Crazy Joe. Yeah. Uncle. No, this is fun. I appreciate it. Thank you. No, anytime, my man. You're the best. Thank you. See you, Michael. See ya.